0: Welcome to the Undefeated podcast with Sarah. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with him in seeing his kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. Well, hello everyone and hello 2021! Yes, Happy New Year everybody! I am so excited about this year and I I feel so thankful right now. I I got to spend Christmas in Finland. It was such a gift. Uh, I know some of you already know, but it has been four years since I've been able to visit there. So it was just absolutely incredible to get to be around family and some friends and like people I've known for my whole lifetime. There's just something so special getting to connect with people who have a long history with you. And I also got all my winter dreams come true. I got to go cross-country skiing like three times with my dad, which I absolutely love. And... I also got to go ice skating and I actually uh, got to try, for the very first time in my life, flagging on ice, like flag dancing on ice. <laughs> uh, it was quite hilarious. Uh, I took some videos, so you can check them out on my social media if you want to see, but, but it actually was really fun. And also one of my favorites, I got to make snow angels straight from the hot tub. I know, it may sound crazy, but it's one of these arctic extreme things that we do. So, and I think it's one of the best things ever. So you basically get in the hot tub and then you jump out of the hot tub in your swim gear and roll in the snow or make a snow angel and then you jump right back into the hot tub. It's it's absolutely wonderful. You should try it at least once in your lifetime. So, but um, in all seriousness, it was really such a huge blessing for me to get to be home. And yeah, and obviously like seeing family, but uh, also it was interesting, like seeing all the places where I grew up, where I used to run around as a kid and <laughs> kind of going down the memory lane. It also made me feel so thankful for the way God has been leading me. And it reminded me of God's faithfulness in my own life and how God's leadership really is so perfect. And I think it's often hard to make sense out of the seasons that you are going through at the time, but once you get a little bit more perspective and you look back, it's amazing how you start seeing the hand of God over even those seasons when you weren't sure what was happening or what God was doing and and how he used those seasons to prepare you in so many different ways and sometimes people ask me like how did I get into the place where I'm in life right now and even in ministry and um and it's not like rocket science <laughs> it's I I I always say that it's just the simple steps of obedience. It's following Jesus one step at a time. It's not complicated, <laughs> but it does require all of you, all of me, and it doesn't come without sacrifice. But also the beautiful thing is like we can never outgive God, like he always gives more back <laughs> whatever we give to him like he always just ends up giving more in return, and I, I've been reading and meditating on this scripture uh, from the Song of Songs chapter five. There's a phrase that says that the way he leads me is divine. His leadership so pure and dignified, and I, I just love that. I actually want to read uh, from the same chapter the whole passage from the verse ten. Through the verse 13. So, this is from the Passion Translation. So, it says that He alone is my beloved. He shines in dazzling splendor, yet is still so approachable. Without equal, as He stands above all others, outstanding among 10,000. The way He leads me is divine his leadership so pure and dignified as he wears his crown of gold. He sees everything with pure understanding, how beautiful his insights without distortion. His eyes rest upon the fullness of the river of revelation, flowing so clean and pure. Looking at his gentle face, I see such fullness of emotion. And it continues. But I, I just think this is such a beautiful description of who Jesus is and the way how he's leading us uh, with such intentionality and purity and how like his intentions behind the way he leads us is always so loving and so kind. Uh e- like even in the moments when we don't fully understand, like it's the whole thing of like we can actually trust his heart even when there are seasons we don't understand what's going on, or or what's the purpose behind what we're going through, or um and actually there's a song that I've been singing, or it's been like playing as a soundtrack in my mind, just as I was stepping into the new year in 2021 and saying goodbye to 2020. <laughs> and uh, this, this song is actually called Say Goodbye. It's by Christian DiMarco. And uh, it's about following Jesus. And um, I'm not going to read all the lyrics, but it start by, starts by saying, come follow me says says a voice by the sea and i'll rearrange even make it strange the way things used to be so say goodbye say goodbye for what you need is found in the heart of me and then it has this tag line that goes how do you think it was gonna be this is how it's supposed to be how do you think it was gonna be when you came and you followed me. And and this song, it just, it just, I don't know, it makes me just think of a, a lot of things when it comes to my own journey with Jesus and and the fact that when Jesus calls us to follow him, well, first of all, he's not talking about some Instagram kind of following. <laughs> uh, and, and that it's, it's not the predictability of life that creates the feeling of safety in following him. But it's his very presence. Um, like it says that for what you need is found in the heart of me. That it's the discovery of God's heart. And in other words, our joy and peace in following Jesus doesn't come from the predictability of the journey but from the fellowship and the companionship with him. And and there's just such a beauty in that, like knowing that it's not about us trying to be in control of this life. It's actually us keeping our eyes on Jesus. Like that's what's going to give us the joy and the peace and the hope for the future. Um, And I was also thinking this quote by Graham Cook that says that, everything in your life right now is training. It doesn't matter whether your situation is good, bad or ugly. In one sense, it's irrelevant. It's all about you being equipped in every single situation you face. You are learning how to receive under pressure, stand your ground, how to say no to the enemy and how to say yes to God. And I was thinking I would personally add to this list of um, what we are learning is that we are learning to trust Jesus. And and I feel like God has been highlighting two specific areas where we can grow in our trust in him. And the, the first area or the first part of trusting him, I feel like, God, I'd be relearning this in my lo- own life that uh, it's learning to let go of old things before we know what's going to happen or before we see the provision for the new things. And obviously, like this could apply to multiple areas in our lives. And <laughs> during this Christmas time, I, I got to hang out with my little nephews, Uh, the older one is like three and a half, and the younger one is a one one and a half. And it was funny to observe their relationship. And (laughs) so uh, the older one had learned quickly, like if he was trying to take a toy from the younger one, he started screaming, like he wasn't, he just wasn't gonna have it. But then he figured out this technique, like if he, (laughs) he held another toy, And kind of tricked him, was like, hey, I have something better here for you. Like, take this. So uh, he distracted the little brother's attention and gave him a new thing. And then he took the thing he wanted from him. And uh, obviously, this is an example, like, God is not like that. He's not trying to trick us to let go of something or, uh, like, trying to switch things or, (laughs) like, somehow trick things from us or take things from us, that's not his heart. Um, and and I know that it can be like oftentimes when God is asking us to lay something down or give something up and and there isn't even anything else that's in like within our like kind of view, like we can't see anything else what he would give and replace that. And it it can be a really like challenging thing to to let go of things and be like, okay, God, I'm gonna trust you even if I wouldn't get anything back in return. Like I'm just gonna give you anything you ask for and and I think we all are learning this lesson to trust him in letting go of things in in just different circumstances. And it made me <laughs> it made me think of this story. I can't remember if I have shared this before in this podcast. But it just, it just demonstrates beautifully the fact that uh, we can't receive the new things that God is wanting to give us if our hands are already full and we are clinging on to the old things. And, uh, and that often we do need to let go of the old things before God is going to give us the new. And so the stories, <laughs> this happened like a long time ago. I don't remember the exact year, but I, I think I was still a teenager, and I, I had this ring watch that I absolutely loved. It was like my favorite watch that I've ever had, or that's what I thought at the time. And, uh, and I remember I, I went for a walk just kind of around my neighborhood, and I was talking to the Lord as I was walking. And all of a sudden, I felt like God was saying that, hey, would you be willing to give up that watch if I asked for it? And I was kind of thinking, like, well, that's ridiculous. Like, why would God say that? I'm probably making this up in my head. And, you know, I I love this watch so much. Like, why would God ask for it? Like, no, like, I don't need to give it. And I was kind of having these arguments going (laughs) on in my head and... And then finally I was like, what am I doing? Like, oh, of course, like if God would ask me to give up this watch, of course, like my whole life belongs to him. Like, why would I hold on to this silly watch? Like, <laughs> and, um, and then I walked back home and then I was just looking what time it was, looking at my watch and I was shocked because literally my watch had stopped <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and not only had it like just stopped, but it had stopped like I calculated it was almost like immediately after I had said that God, my whole life is yours. Of course, you can have my watch if you want it. And uh, isn't that crazy? Like that actually happened. And uh, and I kind of remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like what does this mean? Like this is crazy. Like why would God stop my watch? And, and then a few days later, I was shopping in downtown with my mom and we walked past this watch store. And my mom was like, hey, do you want to go? And take a look at some watches I she knew that my watch had stopped and I was kind of having an attitude I'm like yeah there's probably nothing I would like like the watch that I had was like the best kind and and it was also the kind of watch that it was really hard to get new batteries for it so I was kind of you know having an attitude still <laughs> but then I was like fine like I can I can walk in the store and maybe they can find those special type of batteries somewhere to replace them and so I walk into this store and the first thing I see there is this new watch that is absolutely stunning and kind of um, it's a very similar cut to my previous one, the ring watch, but it's even more beautiful. like the color is my favorite color, and the like just the way it is uh, like made it's, it's very unique unique kind of watch. It's hard to describe. I don't even know how to describe it. But it kind of has this strap that goes twice around your wrist and looks like a bracelet. And and I was absolutely in awe. I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't know there could be a watch that I would love even more than the one I gave up and, or the one that I sort of lost, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> and I felt like there was this beautiful truth that God was trying to teach me in like, Because I knew that I would have never walked into a watch store if my old one was still working. And uh, actually, it turned out like <laughs> the new one, Once, once I got the new one, that it ended up being even way better for the next season because I was going to be in Finland. And if you know anything about Finland, it gets really cold. So you have to wear gloves when you're outside. So it's really hard to keep looking what time it is. If you have a ring watch, because it's inside of your glove. And uh so it ended up being even a way more practical uh what's for that season for me and, and also so beautiful. And and I, I'm more than that, like I felt like God really started teaching me this principle. Like, hey, like when he's asking me to lay something down, it's not because he's trying to rob me off of some blessings, but he actually has something so much better and much more fitting for me in store. And <clears throat> so I, I feel like that's another, uh, or the, it's the same lesson that I'm, I'm also learning in other areas. And, and I believe that he's wanting all of us to learn and relearn in many ways in this season. So trusting the Lord in that learning to let go when he's asking us to let go. And the second part in learning to trust God I, that I felt like God's been highlighting is learning to trust God's timing in our lives. And I, I know a big part of it is that we are learning to trust God's character and and that God is not trying to slow us down in order to hold us back from our destiny or anything like that. It's actually quite the opposite, that He's getting us ready and He knows what we can handle in each season and I, I was thinking about this lesson too, when i I went skiing, as I said I went skiing with my dad three times cross country skiing and which is it 's quite a workout, but I love it because it's like it 's so refreshing to your spirit and your soul. like we have these beautiful tracks in the middle of the forest and and like just the scenery it 's absolutely stunning with the trees covered in snow and um but when I go skiing with my dad, he actually, like, when I first started skiing, he always used to do this thing. He's like, hey, can I ski in front of you? And uh, at first, I didn't quite understand why he wanted to ski in front of me. But then I realized that uh, he often started on purpose, like, slowing down a little bit when we were going through, like, really high hills and or going up the hill and um because he knew that if I'm going to go in front of him, I'm, I'm just going to try to impress him. And I'm try trying to go as fast as I can. And, and I'm just going to, you know, run out of energy before we even finish the whole trail that we are on. And so he was purposefully slowing me down so that I could actually make it through the tough parts. And I would make it to the end without like crashing halfway through and uh and I think this is so much like the Lord like sometimes when we think like okay like he's just now trying to block my way or trying to slow me down to uh make me late and <laughs> and God is like no 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 like I know what you can handle I know the pace you can handle right now and and this is not going to be a sprint like this is a marathon and uh, you need to reserve your energy and this is the part that you need to actually take it slow and And so learning to trust God's timing in our lives, and it made me think of, um, there's a psalm that says, it's in Psalm 16 that says that I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. And I actually want to read this, um, the whole passage from, so it's from Psalm 16 verses 5 through 8. And this is from the Passion Translation again so it goes lord i have chosen you alone as my inheritance you are my price my pleasure and my portion i leave my destiny and its timing in your hands your pleasant path leads me to the pleasant places i'm overwhelmed by the privileges that come with following you for you have given me the best The way you counsel and correct me, make me praise you more, for your whispers in the night, give me wisdom, showing me what to do next. Because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken, for I experience your wraparound presence every moment. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and just, you know, the way he leads us is actually by going with us. He's not just sending us somewhere, but he's actually so committed to that journey that we are taking with him. Yeah, so I just, I just want to bless you with that grace to, first of all, let go of things when God is asking you to whether it's in a relationship or a job opportunity or ministry opportunity or a home a place where you live uh, even before you know what's next and even if it doesn't sound logical to you and I just bless you with that grace to understand that the wisdom of heaven is so much superior to our logic yeah, I bless you with the heart that can trust the Lord when you need to let go. And and I also bless you with the grace to trust God's timing in your life, that He's never late and that time is never a problem to the Lord, that He works outside of time. Yeah, and I just call in, yeah, those Kairos moments for you in this season and those suddenlies of God when he just steps into your life and changes everything and realigns you according to his purposes and that it's not too late. You have not missed out uh, fulfilling your calling and your destiny. Yeah, that anytime you turn to him, he takes you right back on that track. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah, and I I just want to read over you guys also the Psalm 73 verses 24 to 25 that says that you lead me with your secret wisdom and following you brings me into your brightness and glory whom have I in heaven but you you are all I want no one on earth means as much to me as you. And also the Psalm 59 verses 9 through 10 that says that you are my strength. I watch for you, God. You are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely. God will go before me. Yeah, and I I just, I bless your heart. I bless your spirit with having that experiential knowledge that how God will go before you and that he is making the way for you and you can rely on him. Yeah, that when he's going slow in front of you, it's for your own good. Yeah, bless your heart uh, with that grace to be able to trust that God really has your best interest on his heart, that he's so loving and so kind. That his intentions are so, so kind. Yeah, thank you, Father. We thank you for your goodness in our lives. Yeah, that you are such a faithful Father. Yeah, we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Happy New Year, everyone. Lots of blessings.